the Anything Can Be Podcast podcast. How are you doing this afternoon? You good? Yeah. All right, please welcome to the stool and the stage you can't actually sit on. It's Sean Hastings, everybody. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes, it is a hot and muggy. You weren't looking. All right. What a fucking day. All right. Hi, everybody. How's it going? It's uh, it's delightful. It's a sore back. What's that, brother? It was a very sore back. I do have a very sore back. Thank you very much. I, I try that, but then I'm concerned I'm going to fall off the stage, and it's an audio podcast experience. So you guys will laugh, and I'll have a broken nose and be ruined for the rest of the fringe. What is your name, brother? Marco. Marco. Nice. You didn't look like a Marco. You look oh, like a. It's the most Scottish response to a comment ever. Here we fucking go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you don't look like a Marco. I'm not judging you. It's a powerful, strong name. You have genes that are appropriate for a name like Marco. <laughs> Tight, I can see your asshole from the front. <laughs> now, Marco, what do you f- do for a living, brother? I'm a chef, man. You're a chef? Good fucking on you. I worked in a kitchen. It's like working in a pirate ship. <laughs> what, do <you> do? <laughs> what do you do in the uh, in the kitchen? Are you the head chef? I am head chef. I'm Get the fuck out of here. You <laughs> here we go again, man. Uh, <laughs> it's like you've never had a cu- you look like a sperm with a haircut. <laughs> you can't be judgmental when someone's like, you're the, ha-. I'm not judging your cooking ability. You have a tattoo, your hands look rough, so you definitely do work in the kitchen. That's not an insult. I've worked in the kitchen. They have callous, ridiculous hands, because I don't know if you've ever been to a fine dining experience, but people have bled on your food, because, I know you can be uncomfortable about it, but they wash it mostly after, because there's knives, and it's difficult, so, right? And what's the restaurant you work in? Over in the corner, the bottom shit. The potting shed? Yeah. I heard fucking great things about it. Thanks, yeah, someone said the uh, the, the wait staff was terrible. Oh, cool, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but but the food was fucking amazing <laughs> and worth the wait. <laughs> and because you work in the back, you hate the people in the front, correct? They don't see you as peasants. Yeah, see as pet. You were really fucking warming the crowd <laughs> to you. <laughs> see those fucking cash registers walking in. You call that eggs Benedict? Yeah, I fucking do. Right, Marco? <laughs> crowd because you'll laugh at some <coughs> things, but other things you go, not today, friend. <laughs> uh, so let me quickly explain uh, what the show is all about. Basically, it's a completely ripped hour of improvised stand-up based on whatever happens uh, in the room. We'll obviously be talking about the heat because I have the only room uh, in the Edinburgh Fringe that's uh, located directly next to the sun. And, <laughs> and I've made them turn off the ventilation, and then I have them painted black so when it gets hot in here, the humidity actually rises, reflects back, and then we all get poached. Uh, like a nice egg dish Marco would prepare, correct? Yes. See? <laughs> slowly warming, but you do have that chef mentality of like, just fucking leave me alone. I'm, gonna, I'm hungover perpetually. I, uh, <laughs> like I, w- I worked in a kitchen for two years, and it's the best. If you are a, a young person, go work in the service industry because it teaches you how to be an adult. It teaches you that you needing mayonnaise on the side isn't that fucking important sometimes and you're gonna <laughs> need to wait a second, just a second, because like, you don't know what's going on behind the scenes in a restaurant. Like two people are on meth, one of the busboys just stabbed the owner of the restaurant. <laughs> There's a chicken loose and they don't even have chicken on the menu. The dishwasher, instead of washing the dishes, has lost his mind and he's just drinking the water. He's rendered his clothing and cooked them in the oven and he's just running around willy out going, time to make the yogurt chef, time to make the yogurt chef. And at the same time, the chef's like sword fighting the sous chef and then trying to get the steak going at the same time. And then it lands on your plate perfectly prepared and a coiffed waiter gets out and takes all the credit for this fucking guy's hard work. All that waiter's done is had a haircut and failed in acting school. And uh, I know, I, 
20 to 22, it's the best thing to do uh, just because you just are exposed to lunatics. I met this guy named Spikes, not Spike, Spikes, and he had, he was the first guy I ever met with a neck tattoo. The neck tattoo has really come in in a big, bad way. But pre like 2009, if you had a neck tattoo, it's because you fell asleep in a tattoo parlor right after telling the tattooist to go fuck himself. Like, <laughs> it wasn't a practice usually done. And, and he had one, and it was his name, as if he was like, if I ever get decapitated, I want people to know which body's mine. And, and I've told this story before, so I'll make it, I'll make it quick. It is being reported, recorded for a podcast. I'm not being like a weirdo, being like, you guys have come before because I'm so famous. Uh, so famous, of course, that I'm on the Z in celebrity. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, they call uh, Michael McIntyre's stunt double before they call me. And, um, <laughs> and so uh, it was Christmas Eve Eve, and we just had a bunch of banquets. We're just exhausted. We're outside smoking. It's the best to smoke when you work. Do you, do you smoke hard film? No. Get out of here. You think the person. Yes, for me? What did you say? <laughs> nice joke. Didn't work, though, did it? Hey. What was that noise? <laughs> I don't walk into the kitchen and criticize your cooking, and I'm on your fucking side. I'm picking up your industry, and you're sitting there, I don't really appreciate these positive words he's giving to me. <laughs> to me. And as, Sco as a Scottish person, we're not used to this positivity being paradise. We're used to just silence, and then we go to work, and then later we mutter about the English. That's how we do it. Correct? Correct. Anyway, so it's Christmas Eve, we've done all these banquets. I was the dishwasher, and I was covered in goo, and I'm outside smoking with spikes, and he's like, let's get a drink, mate. And I was like, fucking would love to. And then he goes and steals a bottle of vodka uh, from the bar, because we were thieves. And uh, <laughs> I would justify my behavior, but there is no justification. I like went back when I later started making some money, and I didn't give them money for it. They paid a shit, and one guy <laughs> stole my tips one time. This guy had his manager, his name was, uh, oh fuck, his name was also Marco, actually. That's why I don't like that name. I'm sorry, Marco. I just associated some dick with you, and you have a positive face, and you're drinking that cider like it holds the key to the universe. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Do you love me? Yeah, I love you. Come on. And you made him sit on the floor. I like it. <laughs> By the way, when that group, the group of lads that walked in, you guys were so, like, the floor were staying together. We're friends. We're like, yeah. Was that you who was like, we're sitting together? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like how, did you just go, that cunt? <laughs> He's probably his brother. And, and that guy saved him in like two wars. But because, you know, they're from, where are you from? I'm from Wales. You're from Wales? Well, then I don't know why you're talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Muslim Yeah, there it is, right there. Because again, Scotland is like Australia. You guys use cunt when referring to apples. So <laughs> that cunt's fucking shiny. And uh, I know that wasn't a Scottish accent. It mostly just sounded like I was having a stroke. Anyway, so um, Spike steals this bottle of vodka. We go into the uh, dish pit area, which is where you uh, clean the dishes. And this story is not for the faint of heart because Spike does not drink mouthwise. He dropped trow and edged the bottle into his tukus and did a headstand and fell down. And then said, that's how you get drunk really fast, Hastings. It's your turn. And I said, no, it's not. And I left. Because you don't want to drink alcohol with your asshole. What if you find out that's your favorite way to drink? Then you're just going to ruin so many people's days. Just walking into the counting house after a long day, give me a bottle of vodka, and you may want to turn around. That's very exciting. And Marco, who are the people you brought with, me, with you? Are they, are they your, your pupils? <laughs> As in, you teach them the chefing arts. No, they're my friends. They're your friends. You don't associate with the people you work with? I am going to definitely get scoliosis after working on the show. I'm doing some sort of weird yoga move where I look like a junkie in the morning. Just like, I'm not ready yet, but soon heroin 
And um, I've been just been spending a lot of time very early in the morning at Edinburgh because I've been doing a lot of late shows. And I always think of this town as like a very like artsy fartsy prim and proper town. But then at around five in the morning, you guys do release your crazies. And they own the town for like half an hour. <laughs> and then those street sweepers come in and clean up the entire mess us tourists have made of the town. And then you just go back to the beginning. So I just saw, I'm living by Nicholson Square. And literally at like 5 AM, I'm walking in. And like four junkies just pile in. And I'll just spread out on the lawn for like 10 minutes. And just like, ah, back to it. And they all get up and then run off to wherever the fuck they go. I used to be scared of junkies. Now I think of them as fun poets of the morning. Now. <laughs> And who is your best friend among all these friends, Marco? And this is the last question, then I will move on to other people. Yeah. yeah, from this lot here. All my best friends. They're all your best friends? Oh, Beautifully yeah. diplomatic answer, but I can <laughs> see in your eyes you're goddamn lying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, are you a single man, Marco? I am. You are? Just out there on the pole, mate? Just showing your fucking knife to all those ladies' oh, tables? That was a great joke, and I don't appreciate you guys staring at me. Because he's a chef, they would use a knife, and the ladies would have tables, so he put the knife on the table. All of you should appreciate that, as opposed to look at me like I just took a shit in your cereal. Now, I will criticize you for not getting the good jokes. I'm that good. Now, let's move on from the chefing world. Let's talk to this beautiful couple right here. Hello, guys. How are you? Are you guys together? No. <laughs> you need to get your answer together. Either you're married or he has something to tell you. And he's decided to do it via the internet to make it really sting. And are you guys married, dating? Yep, married. married. Yep. And how long have you been married? Uh, 20 years. <laughs> really seems like you. It's the beautiful thing when you see two people in love. <laughs> are you guys together? No. How long have you been married? 20 to 40 years. <laughs> There was a Christmas tree. Oh, fucking no. <laughs> and so you guys, 20 some odd years. Yeah. And forever? You're going to stay together forever? I think so. You think so? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like your answer because you're like, yeah, I think so, but who the fuck knows? <laughs> if he ages really badly, I'm out of there. Like, that hair is receding faster than the Chinese economy. Again, a great joke yeah. and topical. Yeah. yeah, thank you very much, people in the back of the room who are keeping up with the news. And the rest of you, seriously, read a newspaper. It's terrifying what's going on. If that economy shrinks, America will be in trouble, and they need to exist. Granted, Donald Trump is a horrible sexist racist, but I want to see him elected. Nice. Do you understand how much fun as a Canadian it will be to stand at that border as a nation and laugh. Yes, we elected a beaver one time, but you guys elected a haircut who had a TV show. He's leading 20% to get the Republican nomination. It's not gonna work. They're gonna fucking shoot him before he gets into the presidency, but still. Um, I know I brought this up a lot on the podcast. You know, talking to the people that are listening. And by the way, people in the podcast, could not one Scottish guy stop emailing me about how their podcasts don't have new episodes? Four have been posted. There's a Scottish guy in Glasgow who really likes the show, and he's been threatening, sending me email threats all year because I haven't posted any new episodes, but he spells it in, like, in Scottish, so like A-Y-Y-Y-A-E-A-Pow, <laughs> three L's, two A's, where's your pod, get fucked. <laughs> Very encouraging, of course, and translated to English. And hello, sir. I really truly enjoy your art. I was inquiring when another episode would be posted. Thank you so much for your time. I will see you soon, Duncan. Um, so twenty some odd years. So far, happy. Up at the Edinburgh Fringe, rekindling those fires, being in a hotel, getting some of that hotel sex on. 
<laughs> They're uncomfortable because you guys are slightly older, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Anyone can have sex, even 80-year-olds. You know that there's an outbreak of HPV in old folks' homes because they're not wearing rubbers? It's kind of gross, but also fascinating. <laughs> you can all be fucking uncomfortable. When I'm 85, I'm getting some strange. I'm trying some shit out that they wouldn't let me do when I was younger. I'm putting stuff in butts. We're going to figure it out. I will have a threesome before I die. It may be at 95, and the reason it kills me, but still, I will do it. I am not going to sit here and watch you judge me just because you're like, oh, I'm 20 and my skin is tight. Newsflash, fuck! You gotta keep going throughout. You don't wanna stop fucking in these years when you don't know how to do anything. You wanna find an 80-year-old who has tricks she learned in the war. Get a barrel with a bayonet on it. Then you'll get a boner. I don't know why I'm doing this, but let's get into it. Now. And I like you guys where you go with half the jag and halfway through you go, we're done with that, but you can keep going. Let's see how much he yells. Oh my god, that vein in his forehead makes it look like he has a creek in the middle of his head. Not a laugh, but just an acknowledgement that you agree. Now, to 20 some odd years, children? How many? Two, boy, girl? Two boys. Two boys. I'm, congratulations, sir, and I'm so sorry, madam, for the amount of pee and masturbating you <laughs> Did you have a talk with them about the birds and the bees? A long time ago, like when they were six, you just yes. got it out of the way. <laughs> Hi guys, are you really uncomfortable? Not yet, but you will be. <laughs> and how old are your sons? Uh, 22 and 18. Get the fuck out of here. There is no way you guys are old enough to have a 22-year-old. Did you guys get like married when you were like 14? No? How old are you? Do you mind me asking? Get the fuck out of here! Stand up and show them your face. <laughs> I said stand up and show them <laughs> You got surgery, right? And where are you from? You're from Leicester and you look like that? <laughs> so you're the one attractive lady in Leicester. <laughs> yeah, I will stand by that joke. If even if you go, no, 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 no. I saw a woman in Leicester and she had one tooth and she wasn't even taking care of it. And she had a boyfriend and I don't have a girlfriend. So I could be fucking judgmental. <laughs> she looks like Quasimodo without, you know, one hump. And yeah, yeah, I'll fucking go for it. You guys don't have to laugh. The door is locked. So, <laughs> and, uh, and you, sir, how old are you? I'm 16. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's again, it's the advantage to the male. <laughs> no, 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 that is an absolute compliment because men, here's what happens. Men, 30s, it starts to fall apart. 40s, it gets real bad. Then they hit 50, a little bit of gray, and suddenly they're like, I could be on the cover of a magazine <laughs> selling yachting shoes. <laughs> and uh, so you're 50, and you're 52. Cradle robber. <laughs> and how did you guys meet? At work, at the same time. You guys are in sync, it's so cute. <laughs> you, she probably wanted you to wear a shirt similar to hers, but you're like, let's not do that. <laughs> um, and, and where do you guys work? Somewhere cool, like a, like a gun shop? Um, I don't know why that's cool. Like, fire, where do you guys work? Well, at the time, it was in uh, an IT department. An IT department, mm -hmm. okay. So who came up to who? Uh, we were pissed, weren't we? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, all right, so you guys were at a pub. What were you drinking? Do you remember, sir? Too much. Too uh, much. Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been drinking in Leicester. You guys don't go, you know, two pints and let's go home. It's like, have you ever had bitter? No, but I feel like you are and you're going to give me some. <laughs> and, and so you guys are pissed and then who leaned in for the first drunken smooch while you're both covered in chips? It's pro probably me. Probably you? Because yeah. you're daring. And I was pissed. Yeah, you fucking were. <laughs> and do you still work in IT? 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have that look of like Thank you, you. want to <laughs> condescendingly talk down to me about how PC is better than Apple, even though PC is so much more difficult to use. Well, Apple's so charming. You go into that shop that's on Princess Street. There's nobody in it. And a guy in a turtleneck just gives you headphones without checking to see if you have a warranty. Didn't have one, but it worked. And so, <laughs> um, I guess you guys are very moral. We were like, ha 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 ha, too far. <laughs> <laughs> we do not respect your theft. And what is your favorite part of the computer? <laughs> Um, you have to pick one, brother. You know you have one. There's no computer here. I'll pick the mouse. You'll pick the mouse. Yeah. And why the mouse? <laughs> Back in the dark ages, it was just a keyboard, so the mouse was pretty fun. Hey, hey, I'm old enough to remember when there was just a keyboard, all right? I was two. <laughs> I was seven. And, um, yeah, that's so the mouse, because it's really cute and fun to play with? Yeah. Yeah, there's no mouses anymore. Or mice? Mice? Do you call them mice? Mices? <laughs> All right. Follow-up question. Who's the, who's had? What's the stupidest problem you've ever had to solve as an IT person? I will give you a friend of mine was an Apple genius, and he worked in a um, Apple shop or store, depending on how stringent you guys are with language. And uh, a woman came in, and she said, "My computer's not turning on." And he said, "Well, you press the power button." And she went, "What do you, what do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> and she had bought it earlier that day. And she thought if you just opened it, it activated. And so he pressed the power button and turned on, and she went, oh, thank you. <laughs> Follow-up story. One day he was working. It was uh, Boxing Day. And I don't know if you guys do this in the UK, but in Canada, Boxing Day is a day where everything is on sale. At, at minimum, it's 50% off. It can be as much as 75% off. So there's lines to every shop for days and days and days and days and days. And Apple does a promotion where they put uh, 300 laptops on for 70% off. And that's it, and then everything else is full price. And it's a loss leader, because those laptops go like fucking that. Like people come in and buy 10, and then resell them in their computer shops. And so people were lined up for like 12 hours to get these laptops, and a woman was like five from the, the back of the line, and she figured out there's no way she's gonna get a laptop. And she walked in and started screaming about how it was disrespectful for them not to inform the line. And she got so angry, she peed herself in the Apple store and then left. <laughs> I find that hilarious, even if you guys don't. I've done a lot of things, sir. I like all your responses to my jokes because you're just shaking your head like, I don't really know how to feel about that. But I'm not gonna leave because I'm comfortable. <laughs> what is your name, brother? Michael. Michael, powerful name, Michael. And what do you do for a living? I'm, I feel like it's- You're retired. You're retired? You don't look old <laughs> enough to be retired. Oh, I'm lucky. Do you dye this? No, natural. No. Natural? Yeah. And tanned. Did you just, yeah. just come back from somewhere sunny? Greek blood. You Greek drank Greek blood? I made that was. That fucking got him right there. Now, so you have Greek blood in you? I think so. Hence the name Michael, very Greek name. <laughs> Again, very fucking good joke this side of the room. If he was, you know, eh, fuck it. Last name? Brown. Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Browns of the island of Lesbos. <laughs> Hello, how are you? Come on in, brother. Oh, hey, Connor, how are you doing? Do you want to jump on in a little bit? Yeah, sure. All right, wicked. Guys, Connor's going to come up in a second, but first, we're going to get all Greek with Mike. <laughs> Favorite type of cheese, Mike? Feta. Feta. <laughs> so far, so good. Favorite type of olive? Greek olive? Ah. <laughs> Would you like a bailout? Uh, no. Very fucking good answer. Let's get out of the Europe. 
Pardon me? Yeah, out of the Euro. Yes, I've been saying the same thing for years, and unfortunately, Greece will not return my phone calls. Which, <laughs> 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 may I say, though, Greece had my favorite politician of the last 10 years. Did you see their finance yeah. minister yeah. in the run-up to the ban? That guy! Like, it was, he's in a leather fucking duster in the United Nations, strutting, wearing double denim, while everyone else is like trying to deliberate, just strutting around his microphone, just like, I have things to buy. This is very ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, the weird, it's the weirdest situation, because I know, I don't know if you guys can tell by the way the show's going, but I know literally nothing about economics. Like, someone tried to explain to me, like, capitalism, and then I, I was just like, it, it involves, involves capital. <laughs> Is that right? And they were like, and so much more. And I was like, okay, how much? Um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> and I really tried to figure out that bailout situation. And I don't know, but I just didn't like that they just held everybody's money in an ATM. And this is how stupid I am. Just to make sure if the shit happens in the UK, I went out and took out a hundred pounds and hid it in my room. <laughs> and it was as I was hiding and being like, I'm a fucking moron. And I'm like, if there's a financial crisis, I'll be like the kingpin, because I was like, I got a hundred pounds. I'll be just fine. <laughs> Bread is 10,000 pounds. I got a hundred. So how, but it's crisp. It's one bill. How often do you see one of these? The queen is, is red on it. Exciting. Um, so Michael, you are you are retired now. Yes. Final question: What did you do before you retired? I worked for Guinness. You worked for Guinness. <laughs> oh God damn it! Now I have a great job. What did you do in Guinness besides look like every man who tells me I'm drinking Guinness I wrong? Distributed Guinness. You distributed Guinness. Yeah. So you went all over the world spreading yeah, Guinness everywhere. Yeah. Jamaica, Malaysia, Ireland. Yes. England. You didn't really need to distribute Guinness in <laughs> Ireland, did you? Shall I get this from the brewery? To the consumer. That was you? That was my job. That was your job yeah. if you were like, fellas, I understand we're having a lot of fun making the beer. We've got to get it out of the brewery. Yeah. Exactly. We've got to make it all ourselves. Fuck it, Michael. I wasn't sure if talking to you was a good idea, but it was a fucking great one. Because you just played along right there. Guys, come on, we got to go. Michael, how are we going to get this beer out of the brewery? What did you say? He said, let's get it on the lorries. Yeah, fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> and then they were like, is there some sort of bird we can for no reason associate Guinness with? A bird? Yeah. Not really. Toucan. Toucan. Oh, uh, yeah, toucan. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up. Do you not consider a toucan a bird? <laughs> it's more, more of a religious creature than a bird. <laughs> I can't believe that was a good answer, but it was. It's more than a bird. It's a religious yeah. creature. It's beautiful, colorful bill. Yeah. It's black feathers just in the wind. Defiant in all that is good. Because most people look at a beer and they think, oh, that'll be refreshing with a meal. But Guinness looks at beer and thinks, this will be enough for four meals. <laughs> you'll drink enough of it one night to be paralyzed. Then you wake up the next morning and poo so much black, you'll think, I think I have cancer. And then your one friend who's an alcoholic will go, no, John, you just drank a lot of Guinness. It affects your poo. And you go, we can do that? And then you end up Googling poo in Google, which is not something you should Google. There's very little science, a lot of horrifying photos. <laughs> and so you've been to Jamaica? Yeah. I've never been to Jamaica. You got red stripe there. You have red stripe there, but you hate red stripe, right? I drink red stripe. You drink red stripe? You're not. You're not Guinness and red stripe. You, those, those are your two. In Jamaica. In Jamaica. Yeah. So you're a bit of a beer slut. Like you won't stick with Guinness. No, 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 no. You go anywhere. <coughs> so Guinness came out of Jamaica first, and red stripe bought Guinness, and we bought it back. And long story. Check the market. We have fucking time. <laughs> <laughs>
I think you should get, no, 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 you can't talk about it. Someone died. Anyway, so, wait a minute. Red Stripe bought Guinness? Red Stripe. What? Guinness bought Red Stripe. Yeah, Red Stripe was out there in 1927. Guinness was a partner. Then Red Stripe was for sale, so we had to buy Red Stripe to protect Guinness in the Caribbean. That's how it works, because it distributes all over that part of the world. I know what you're thinking, not funny, but fascinating. Literally had your own Way to fucking save. I'm taking credit for that. For those, of, for those of you listening at home, for some reason, for that joke, I affected a very nice lady's voice. Just I like to shake things up every once in a while. Well, uh, well Michael, it is a treat because of you being here and distributing Guinness all over the world as the very first Greek man named Michael Brown <laughs> who works for Guinness. Doing nothing that an, I uh, an Irishman? Greece? It's hot in here. Um, I have a genuine person here, would you like to meet him? Yes. I thank you for your apprehension in that, because you also know the only answer was yes, even if you had said no, I wouldn't. You said yes, Mike! All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the show, our very first guest of this season of Ending Me Podcast Podcast. It's Connor Drum, everybody. Connor! Uh, I don't think we have an extra microphone, so we're going to have to share it, or I can interview you like you're a politician. Great, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for the question, John. And uh, we're going to concentrate <laughs> on uh, making the economy a little bit better and uh, work harder in the future. And uh, we wish you all the best. Are you here to announce that you are running for the president of Ireland, which I don't know if is the job in Ireland, but <laughs> I don't really believe Michael's from Greece, so there's a lot of lies. Uh, no. Uh, no, no, we have a president. He's a little small guy. Uh, he's called Michael D. Higgins, and he's proper like. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're your president's name Michael D. Higgins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't trust a guy named Higgins, because that's, that's a nickname you can shorten. You don't want a nicknameable president. Is It'll it be funny in a second, guys. You can keep staring. I'll fucking get to a joke. I'm trying to think of a nickname. He does look very small. Higgins, or Higgy Wiggy. Oh, good, yeah. Higgy Wiggy, where's my Tinky Winky, which means money in a language I made up when I was 11. He's more of a figurehead, so he's like a little small fella, and it's just like, hey, this guy. And, uh, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> What goes on in Irish government that you have a figurehead as a president and no money? Um, well, that's a very um, interesting question, which I couldn't even imagine I could possibly answer correctly. But we have a prime minister called the Taoiseach, and his name is... Called Edward. what? Taoiseach. Oh, his name is not Taoiseach. I thought you guys well, had elected a gangster rapper to run the country. <laughs> Higgins and Taoiseach in the fucking hissing! Coming at you, Celtic Tiger 2002! Those restaurants are closed, but we'll open them again. Eventually, yeah. Uh, no, things are good. I miss Ireland a little bit. Uh, I've been living in London for a few years, but uh, Ireland's good. I like the way we talk to each other. Um, you mean that you talk to each other as opposed <laughs> to living in London where it's just a nice... It's not even that. It's like, look straight ahead, don't make eye contact, and uh, fuck your fellow man. I, oh, I understand. I, came, I come from Canada four days into living in London. I walk off the tube at Camden Town with my friend Chris Betts, and we watch a guy headbutt another guy and then say, I'm sorry, my friend, and then get on the tube. <laughs> I come from Canada where people hold the door open for each other. You say, I'm sorry, no matter the infraction. And then you come into London where it's like, could you not pee on me right now? <laughs> You're in the way of me pee. But like, you, get, you get sort of climatized to it. So when I got off the train in Edinburgh, I was like, get the fuck out of my way, everybody. Even though like, it's just, no, that's just London. That's how it works in London. Um, it's not, yeah, it's the way it is. Favorite thing about coming to Scotland, Connor? Also, it is really fun to move the microphone back and forth because I feel like there's an air of importance to the show. Like, yeah. 
I don't know what that noise was, but I really liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's oddly sexual in nature. <laughs> yeah, you moved that microphone. Yeah. Is that something you would say if there was a lady on a velvet-coated, heart-shaped bed? I like the way you move. Yeah. <laughs> Are you so aroused? You're slowly turning into a cat in heat? <laughs> um, back to you, Connor. You're a cat in heat right now. You're a single man. I am. I got bitten on the lip last night by a girl. Oh, <laughs> fuck, yeah. Oh, don't worry. I agree. <laughs> it's weird to have someone whistle at your bum. <laughs> but I appreciate it. Thank you. I did spots. Now, you got bitten on the lip by a lady or it just a, was a weird night? She walked by and went, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's set the stage. Where in Edinburgh were you? So I did my show last night. Where is your show? Uh, just in the room next there. It's uh, the Counting House, 845. Uh, but you should come along this evening if you can. It's really good. His poster is the one that looks like a Tinder profile. For those, <laughs> of <you that> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For those of you that aren't on Tinder, imagine the made the internet even more selfish. Yeah. Tinder. <laughs> well, because Tinder's given us, like, I used to have the decency to pretend I wasn't shallow, and now Tinder just says it's a-okay. Uh, I've hung out with you for a few years. You didn't have that much decency. <laughs> I'm I'm shut up, John. I'm trying to yeah. impress people here, and it's going well. She's married. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe she's 52? There is no way she's 52. You're not 52. Oh, well, she doesn't look like a liar, but she doesn't look 52. You must be easily conned, where just someone just says, yeah, no, it's true, and you're like, all right, I believe yes. it. I just gave a guy a lend of 20 quid. He promises me he'll give it back tomorrow. <laughs> like, I don't think that's a stupid thing to do at all. Well, here's what you're going to do. I'm not going to put this episode out until tomorrow. You're going to say his full name and address, and if he doesn't give you back that 20 quid, I will release this episode unedited, and then everyone will know he's a scumbag. No, I'm not going to. Well, his name is Andrew Gilmore. No, I didn't give him 20 quid. <laughs> I gave him a fiver. Oh, so who's the liar now, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think the inflation that goes on over two days. <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to be pretty great. <laughs> 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 I see him again, you know? That's the way uh, it is. You can take the Irishman out of Ireland. <laughs> 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. It is accurate, but still. <laughs> like, you do a show here and it's free, and people just stare at you and go, fucking sexy. And you're like, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm really I, trying. Yeah, luckily that's not happening in here right now. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Are there any Scottish people here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah this murderer's row right here. <laughs> Hi, lads. They won't kill you. He's a chef, actually. Well, if anyone was going to oh kill no, you. Oh, chefs are very angry people. I've worked in restaurants. No, I remember. Yeah, we, <laughs> we bonded over our chefing time back yeah. when you were a... Wet, we were both wet behind the ears in London. We got super drunk in Covent Garden. One thing led to another. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we had box, bu box sacks, which is when two men get really pissed and then they steal some mooses from the, uh, <laughs> the um, Regent Park Zoo and make them have sex. Yeah, save that one. No laughs, but still, impressive improv on my part. High five, John. It was, it was stunning, and uh, well, I, yours was slightly more aggressive than mine, um, which was impressive, and I'm glad I got it. It's on YouTube, by the way. It's called John Fucks Moose. Um, <laughs> it's also titled The Most Canadian Thing You'll Ever See in Your Entire Life. <laughs> pretty good. I was very impressed, and uh, ever since I thought John is one of the well, he's got one of the most impressive bodies, but also he's the best at handling a moose, uh, you know, that is trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy we ran with that tangent. Why not? Did you notice how they go with it halfway and then they just shut down? I, di I didn't really notice that. That's why I kept going. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Brothers, yes, I'm I fucking loved it, brother. This is a very fun. All right, now let's get to the story of you getting bitten. Uh, it's not really that interesting. Oh, I disagree. Um, <laughs> they agree with you, but not me, and it's my show, so fuck it. Uh, I went with a few girls at the show last night, um, and then afterwards I was like, hey, do you want to get drinks? So we went for drinks, that was nice. And uh, one of them was pretty hot. And, uh, well, they were both very nice. But yeah. <laughs> I know you're Irish, but let's tell the story a little bit. So you do your show. What's your show about? Oh, my show's called Adult, and it's about when the fuck's that going to happen. And, uh, you know, I just I talk about a lot of things that's happened over the years, and growing up and stuff like that. You know, the basic kind of scene. Mm. And then you did some vickering. Vickering is a stand-up term, which is when our comedian stands by the door, usually collecting money, like after this show, I know it's free to get in. It's not fucking free to get out. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking coins. Money that folds. If you can fold a coin, give it to me. Anything else, fucking put it in the bucket so I can, you know, buy uh, Connor some Band-Aids for his mouth. And, um, well, we did... I, on the stage, I talk about like being single and stuff. Uh, it's not necessarily like a, a, a cry for help. Uh, it's more of a, hey, how's it going? Um, are you single too? Uh, <laughs> it's, not like a, it's not like a cry for help. It's more like a, I could use some help getting these yeah, trails it's been a few, it's with you. It's been a few months, and the more I talk about it, the longer it's going to fucking be. <laughs> <laughs> I am a tiger, brother. You know what I mean? You're a, uh, you're Rocky, and I'm Apollo Creed. After the show, we're going to go needlessly run on the beach in little t-shirts. And then frolic in the waves. That's the reference to Rocky Three, a movie I guess I'm the only one who's seen. <laughs> and the only place you can do that is in Leeds, and I'd imagine it's not a good idea at this time of night. <coughs> it is daytime, but I understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, just I was confused with the black room. It's so dark in here. I forgot that it's time actually exists. Uh, you know, it's like a casino in here, except there's no gambling. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to lose any money, am I? Well, these people are. Hey! <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, so, you're with the girls. Where'd I you go? What, what I don't the know how interesting the story is. Basically, I, we went, don't worry, we went, buddy. We went for a few drinks, okay, and we're chatting away. How like, many drinks? Because uh, copious. It's gotten to the point now I can even find my level of normal. I need to have uh, seven or eight pints. Jesus fucking Christ! Um, yes. They're not impressed, but I am. I'm from Canada. I'm not from this <laughs> island where you people put whiskey in a fucking bottle, which is where whiskey goes. <laughs> Fuck. No, anyway. No, I think I had over the whole night about seven or eight pints. It's gotten up in Denver, though. I've, I've decided I'm officially an alcoholic for the rest of the month, and there's nothing I can do about it. There's no yeah, point yeah, in lying yeah. to myself. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, yeah, yeah. See, she, she knows. But like, it's, 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 yesterday was a perfect example. I was like, I'm not touching a drop today. It's not going to happen. I need to take a day off. And then the second the show finishes, they were like, hey, do you want to go for a drink? I was like, yeah, I don't want to go for a drink. Let's go for a drink. Mm -hmm. Fucking hell, it might, this might lead somewhere. Uh, it leads me getting on the getting a bite on the lips. Um, you were missing so much, right? So you've had seven or eight drinks. There's one lady that you have your eye on. What, do you remember what she looked like? Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because she does actually exist. <laughs> brother, brother, it's not a podcast. The only people who are going to listen to this are my mom, my dad, and me again going, good job, John. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, no, she was uh, very nice. She's from London. Um, and uh, she was, uh, yeah, we, uh, we were walking home. Her mate left us. Her mate's like, I've got the keys. I'll see you later. I'm like, this is fucking <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, the great moment as a, a dude where you're, you're already unwrapping the condom in your head. You're just like, I don't want to do this. And then you throw the condom yeah, away, for me raw it's dog style, uh, right? Uh, there's a little dancing guy in my head that's going, fucking yeah, don't fuck this up. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's the worst because he also has a bunch of things to point out about how you've already fucked it up. So it's, he's like, don't fuck this up. Even though you already accidentally touched her elbow in an awkward wor way, you rapist. And you're like, I'm not. What? At one point, my knee touched hers and she sort of moved away real quick. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go to the toilet and give yourself a little pep talk? You're like, that happens all the time. Maybe she's got weird knees. Several, several times. Uh, I did that. Yeah, I went to the toilet and I'm like, don't fuck this up. This is, this is 
yours. You've got this. You're gonna close this deal. It's so weird the way you do that. Yeah, you suddenly switch into a businessman. Yeah. <laughs> don't say anything controversial. For God's sake, she does agree. That's fine. Just agree with everything she says from now on, and don't fuck this up. Please, God, don't fuck this up. Yeah, you become like the Irish president. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if he's fucked many things up, but the T-shirt certainly has. T-shot certainly has. T-shirt. Jesus Christ, man. what the hell is going on here? Uh, yeah, no. So it was going well, and then her mate left us, and I was like, yes. Did you do that out loud? Like, <laughs> her, her man, like yeah! yeah! So I was like, yeah, it looks to the mate like, will you fuck off? Like, you say you're gonna go, will you go? Will you please? I can't hold this kind of air of I'm not a complete twat any longer. You know, it's just gonna happen. Like, just please hurry up. And the mate pisses off, and the two of us are left there, and I was like, oh, we'll go for another drink. But the bar is shutting, so we're like, okay, well, there's nowhere really else to go, even though it's Edinburgh. And I know there's loads of places to go. But like, uh, well, you're playing the game, right? You're like, I know a place we can go, my He's like, oh, well, just go, I'm, I'm going to go this way. My, I live near here. I was like, I'll walk you home. So we start, you know, kissing and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's so weird the point when you start kissing someone. Because it's like, you do have to take the initiative at some point. And it's like, I always find it. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. In, what do you have to take the initiative <laughs> into doing what? Because you're like, it's not going to happen unless I kind of make a little sort of move, you know? I'm very interested. <laughs> like, okay, so we're walking. I've got my arm around. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Dog, I mean, where's my arm? It's, and it doesn't matter. At some point, then okay. I have to jump into the kiss just to make make sure that this deal is. is All right. Happening. Okay. So we're walking along. Right. I'll be the, the most broad woman in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> you're, so, you're somehow attractive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he just said, just but good. <laughs> I'm not going to comment that. I find the woman in Scotland quite attractive. Also, good joke, sir. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're walking down, and we're like, hey. You know, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, come like, oh. on now. Yeah. Don't pull my hair. I'm a good girl. And then he's just <laughs> like, hey, I want to just say something to you. And then you move in and try. It's so fucking creepy. I can't even take it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being a jewel thief, but you forgot all your tools. And you're just trying to use your cunning to break into the case. I'm just hoping that she sort of goes with it and doesn't, like, run away in horror. But she did. She went with us. Like, right, we're kissing oh. on screen. It's, it's cool. All right. So, okay. Let, so this is you. Yeah. I'm holding up we one hand. We don't have to kiss right now to demonstrate this. You can, you can use your I think we should probably kiss, though. You can, yeah. He's shy and straight. Yeah. Lock on my It's a very bristly face. <laughs> I'm not the only one who's turned on. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> See me after. <laughs> so she's, uh, yeah, we're, we're kissing away, and it's, it's good, but I feel a bit like this sort of like in the street we might Wait a minute, how old was she? Oh, she's like 28. All right, we're fine then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of testimony all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, she assaulted me, so uh, we're kissing and it's going good. I'm like, hey, this is nice. And she starts getting into it, and I'm like, oh, ooh, okay. Okay, now question, are you full pub public makeout or have you like retreated to an off street? Because I have a big fucking problem. In this town during the festival, you hit about 3 a.m., and you'll be like walking down the middle of a sidewalk, and then there's just a couple fingering yeah. in the middle of your way. And you're like, there are parks everywhere. Go there, not in the middle of my path, where I can literally see penetration happening. Yeah, you really cock me that night, mate. That was horrible. <laughs> uh, fucking nailed it, the kid. You fucking lob him off a softball out of the fucking park. That's why they call him the Sultan of Shawing. That is not. They call me. Uh, <laughs> that's what they've been calling you. Oh, well, cool. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're kissing away, and she's sort of like, kind of trying to like get on top of me somehow, like while standing. And I'm like, looks like she's a hype girl for like, a '90s rap group. I was like, yeah, this is kind of like nipper. And uh, I was like, this is great. Like, uh, you know, trying. Wait, are you still outside? Yes. <laughs> outside. I was like, look, I said, 
Wait, so you're standing up and she's climbing on you like Spider-Man? Yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, and this is pretty much exactly what it was like. So she's climbing on top of me like Spider-Man and I'm like, well, well, this is great. Well, she's not going that mental, but she's kind of into it. Well, the, the, the gesture, for those of you listening at home, is you did grab her, like, mimed legs. You have to grab a bit of balm or something to sort of just sort of, like... Not me, man. Something. I don't touch them at all when I'm kissing. I'm only lips, and then I keep my eyes open in case there's danger. <laughs> 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 my first kiss went like eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm enjoying this, madam. <laughs> For those of you who are listening, John is kissing the air and licking it, staring at a particular dude. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Michael Brown trying to get some free Guinness after the show, brother. Or Red Stripe, depending on who owns the company at this point. I got a little confused. My first kiss, I did have my eyes open. It was weird. I, did, I was really scared. I planned with this girl for years, and we were playing a game of dares, which is essentially you kiss him, that kind of thing. It's great. It's pretty technical. And uh, anyway, I got to kiss the girl I wanted to kiss. And, uh, you know, car crash. Uh, basically, she came up to me and I kept backing away. I was so nervous. She put her hands on my shoulders. I did the same to her. Put my hands on her shoulders. Oh, amazing. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like two praying mantises? Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then it just became a fucking lick face fest. It was horrendous. But I was like this the whole time. And my mates were in the back giving me the thumbs up. Like, come on, mate. You've got this. You've got this. Uh, yeah, I, I, it took me a while, but I mean... How old were you when you got your first kiss? 32. <laughs> no, I'm 33 now, so yeah, I'm fine now. <laughs> but anyway, How old are you actually? Although 32 is a funny number, because 28, you'd be like, haha, but 32, for a second, you're like, really? I, I, uh, I, was, I was 13. Um, she was 32. So uh, <laughs> Nailed it! Just like these two, and they're happily married. Oh, really? The joke there is she's two years older than him. Um, they would have laughed at it, but for some reason they didn't, because it was very good to live with timing, and they enjoyed it. Not so much you, but he really found it very funny. Um, but I think she got a little offended because I was implying she was much older than she was, but when someone normally likes to hear, although it's usually stereotypically attributed to women that don't like their age being brought up, if you bring up the age of a man, they also get also offended. Yeah, again, I will explain the jokes, and it will not slow me down. Now, back to you two. Well, yeah. Um, so she's climbing all over she's you. Climbing on top of me. You're in the Oscorp I'm building, like and she's Spider-Man in the climax of the most recent uh, Spider-Man movie that wasn't very good because it was convoluted and had too many villains. Boom, nailed it. Reference, nobody. Good. Uh, <laughs> it was almost identical to what you just described. Uh, kind of. No, but it was great. Jamie Fox was there. Jamie Fox. Well, <laughs> I just marginally like Jamie Fox in her own way. She did, or you did? Um, she, I don't look like Jamie Fox. That's two down. <laughs> Put some money in the bucket, you pricks. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. He's 19, and his life's not going to turn out very well. So. <laughs> yeah, but then again, when I was 19, uh, I'm 33 now. If I heard of someone dying at 33, I would have thought, Jesus, he had a good one. You know? <laughs> it was a great joke that uh, we all could agree. We're like, looking at me thinking, Jesus, that's an old bastard. He needs to learn how to fucking not get bitten on the lip. Listen, but you don't look like you're 33. Like you, you have, you've aged into that nice place where most Irishmen get, where they could be 19 or they could be 54. Do most Irishmen get to that age? I don't know. I yeah, Irish people, uh, they hit a point where like you can't tell their age and then they die. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not going to argue with that because that's pretty, pretty accurate. Like I have no idea how old Tommy Tiernan is. Someone could say he's 74 and I'd be like, fuck, he looks good. Or someone could say he's 20 and I'd be like, well, he needs he's to cut it out. He's starting to grow that kind of gray, disheveled beard look, though, so I think he's starting to look about 52, I think, at this age. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, you love him. So anyway, can I just finish my kiss story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
It's not, it's, it's not even that. Anyway, so she Stop started. saying it's not very good. We've gotten mostly laughs. And those people walked out and made it you're awkward. You're right, you're right, you're right. But Marco fucking stayed because he's hardcore. He always finishes the sh shift, like any good chef. <laughs> so we're kissing, and it's great, and it's a bit of fun, and it's like we're like sort of leaning towards her front door, and I'm like, okay, this is happening right now. And then she starts getting Bound like really kind of like right? into it, and uh, just sort of gently bites my lip. I'm like, oh, she she loves this. This is fine. <laughs> and then uh, we kiss again, and she fucking chops down as hard as she possibly can. Oh. Like, literally. Oh, why are you doing this? And she pulls away. She's like, oh, I just thought you liked it. I'm blood pissing out of my mouth. Going out. No, I I I don't. Uh, weirdly, don't like that. Um, so uh, I went home alone. <laughs> <laughs> Giant red marker. Yeah, it was bleeding yesterday. So thank you very much, Michael. Oh, you can't get right. AIDS from that, can you? Can you? Uh, well, I've tried. Nice save. You were all right. We were all right. <laughs> you can bite his lip after the show. <laughs> no. I've heard though that I'm not a doctor, but I'm pretty confident you can't get AIDS if you're standing up on a tree anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As your physician, that is correct. Good. Good. Uh, no, I've, I've heard that's the way it works. I'm not really clued in with these things, but yeah, I don't have AIDS, so I'm confident I don't have AIDS. The more you're talking, the more I'm pretty sure you got something. <laughs> I don't. I had an STD test a while ago, and uh, you do convince yourself you have AIDS and all sorts of other diseases when you get STD tests. Well, it's because they don't really have the best bedside manner. Like, when I had one, they went, you better pee in this and take a blood test. And I said, well, it's only, I thought it was only a blood test. And then they kind of paused and went, well, you'll be peeing as well. And I was like, what do they fucking know about me? Yeah. Turned out completely clean, much to everyone's surprise. No, but you do, you convince yourself. And then you get a text a few days later to say everything's all right. But once you see the NHS text, you go, <laughs> wait a minute. Because <laughs> in your mind, you have to prepare the conversation. You have to have your friends and family about I, I wasn't careful. Sometime, at some point in my life, uh, she bit me really hard. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you have to ring your parents and ask. I don't know. Wait a minute. Why would you tell your parents you have an STD? Well, I think you'd, you'd like let things like like I've never had an STD. Um, touch wood. Um, that's not wood. Uh, <laughs> but there's no wood in this I room. Tell them about something. It would it would light on fire if it was. <laughs> I wouldn't tell them about something minor like gonorrhea or something. But I uh, was pretty sure I would tell them about HIV because you have to explain the whole like thinning and uh, you know. No, actually, it's chronic illness now. It's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd be all right. I want to point out, by the way, that neither of us are doctors, and <laughs> we know nothing. <laughs> like, literally, I watched half of a documentary about Magic Johnson. And I fell asleep halfway through, and from what I've seen, he had a great career, and nothing bad happened to him. <laughs> yeah, it's true, though. He's still alive, and he's doing really well, right? Yeah, he's like a billionaire in business. Good man. So AIDS is kind of positive for some people. Oh. Fuck it, I missed that joke. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking caught it, though. Yeah, this fucking good. section is yeah, fucking yeah, great. Yeah. You guys are a little slow on the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> you burn when you pee. High five! Yeah! 
STDs. STDs. S. No? Okay. We totally have You know when you were like, oh, we found improv. We were like, oh, no. God's improv. Shit. It's going to be shit. You know? It's going to be awkward. We're going to have to walk out. It's going to be hot because we stayed over there for like a comedy show. It was really hot. And then it's actually just gone through the cycle. You end up at STDs. And that's what that's like the lonely place we've come yeah, to. Yeah, you're right. I feel yeah. really I, sad about that. I, I just have a question. I'm not sure if she's complimenting us. <laughs> no, no, no. Criticizing like, us. Oh, no, definitely not like a compliment. It's like we've it down to that level. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, and it's, I feel it's, bad about that. that do, not, do not feel bad about no, it. No, but it's we're a laughing bit awkward, isn't And it? we're learning. A couple of people here need to learn about STDs. <laughs> <laughs> How? Because you look like a gentleman who's out there raw dogging it up with all sorts of ladies. <laughs> and maybe Far you're not from so the truth. Pardon me? Far from the truth. He doesn't tell you because you're a blabbermouth. Now. <laughs> Boom! Saved it, brother, for you! High five! Yeah! Fuck you, guy who sat at the back! Just I'm not Canadian. <laughs> What's wrong with being Canadian? Without Canada, you guys would have been fucked by Germany because we joined the war technically before the UK did. Both times. Yeah, what's up? You know what? When people say shit like that, though, when people, Americans say it quite often, and it's like, without... No, Americans are cunts. No, they joined, like, four years yeah, in. We were there day one in, like, Mountie uniforms, which were red, which is dangerous because we were fighting in forests. We brought horses. We rode them through the ocean. A lot of good men died. <laughs> But some of us arrived, goddammit! <laughs> it's like, if it wasn't for us, man, you'd be speaking German right now. And it's like, well, I was born in 1982. The war finished in 48. It would make no fucking difference to my Finished life, in 45, by the way, just to, uh... <laughs> Fine. Uh, <laughs> but also, by the way, you are from Ireland, which sat the war out. You guys declared it an emergency and just fucking peaced. Uh, and we just said, yeah, we're, we're neutral in this. Yeah, it was because it was Neutral, you were rooting for a side, and it was not the side of the English. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't there. I can't take any responsibility for that. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, you would be a great politician, because you have the, I'm not going to give an answer, but I'll say a lot of words, and you'll reach your own conclusions. Answer <laughs> fucking Yeah, down. I convinced myself that you're, yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, it was, no, Ireland is still neutral, which I don't, you know, that's strange. We're going to go into politics. Now, why not? Good God, no. We're going to wrap it up in a yeah, couple yeah, of seconds. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm okay with this man. What's your name, brother? Probably guess. That's a fucking weird name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Who's on first? It's a guy named Who. It's why the joke's funny. And um, I'm going to say... Duncan. <laughs> Is it? No. <laughs> you go, Connor. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is he doesn't look like a Bernie, but if you said Bernie, I'd be like, you know what? He yeah. could definitely be a fucking Bernie. You hear what happened to Bernie last week? Yeah, yeah fucking, kind of fucking Bernie got into it again. He's at, uh, down at the clinic. Fucking Bernie. What's the fuck? I think you are. No, you're no. Duncan. No, you get Duncan. I got Duncan. Bernie. What other Scottish I don't know, because you, like, <laughs> you look like a barber that would intimidate me to walk into his oh. shop. <laughs> Craig. Oh, is it Craig? Is it a Scottishy name? No. Well, then you're just being a prick. How the <laughs> fuck are we supposed to get? Is it, is it, is it English? Hang on, Marco, what's his fucking name? Fraser. That is a Fraser. fucking Scottishy <laughs> name. Fraser? Fraser? Jesus Christ, that's what? like a name after a gun in Star Wars. <laughs> Star Trek, but nice one. Uh, okay, I don't want uh, to. Oh, well, excuse me. Yeah, no, Some of us are into culture. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into culture. I was in Prague a few weeks ago. Stag, I'll have you know. Bloody loads of amazing oh, wow. things to see there. 
And uh, Vomidon. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> Charles Bridge, not big clock, the square, didn't see any of that shit. <laughs> so I just kept it real and uh, concentrated on the business. Who, uh, who got married? My, uh, my, my best mate, and I was the best man. I, I tell a story about it in the, in the uh, in my show. Don't know, tell it now, so the people will come. Yeah, so you gotta come up with a really good story. We had him arrested. <laughs> <laughs> it was honestly the funniest thing I've ever witnessed. Yeah, like he went and he's been at this show for over <laughs> half an hour. That <laughs> 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 almost fucking got you to break down, Fraser, even though you were needlessly angry at us for some reason. <laughs> even though I had your fucking back against your friend. I'm on his side almost now, but not really, because you're very close and you could definitely punch me in the dick, no problem. He's thinking about doing it. He too. certainly is. He has that eye that he's just like, I could take at least the left one and rupture it. Very difficult to do, apparently, but uh, with those shoes. And with those shoes and those, those fists that are small, but they're mighty, like it'd be like a bee sting times a billion. He really wants us to stop talking about it now. Uh, I know he does. Yes, he's not that fast. Yeah, but he's sorry, I've got the terrible. Uh, people do it to Irish people all the time. They're like, "Oh, terrible boy," and you're like, "You fuck off! You sound like an idiot." But anytime I talk to a Scotsman, I'm like, "Hey, Ray Paul, just fucking stop it, will you?" Um, I was getting, a, I went and got some food earlier, and because uh, I eat badly on the fringe, like what? Food, yeah, not me. I just ate two cheeseburgers today. One of them was for breakfast. <laughs> That's marginally more healthy than what I had today. Oh no. I went into that uh, jock spice shop down the road, and I was like, do you have anything like salad or anything? You could have walked in and said, pardon me, do you have a platypus? I, didn't, yeah, I know, I didn't think. And she just looked at me and said, hey, well, there's some mushroom in that pasty. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you know, and then I fell asleep after eating it, because that's now starting to happen to me as I get older. I just fall asleep and eat some shit, my body goes, Alright, see you in a while. <laughs> <laughs> You're being so unhealthy, your body can't deal with digestion yeah, yeah. and consciousness at the same time. No, 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 no. I get really angry for a few minutes as well. Like, I eat a burger and I go, fuck you! Like, it's just, it's just, I cannot figure out how you're not getting laid up here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're, I, I should probably uh, make more of an effort to eat right. And, uh, no, I have. I, I've lost two and a half stone in the past few months. I was a fat fuck for a while there. Um, I really let myself go. Before I was the best man, I had to send my measurements over to Ireland. Uh, and my belly had like exploded. Um, and I sent my measurements to the uh, guy in Dublin. Uh, Taylor, or just a guy who's stealing suits. <laughs> just some random dude. He's like, yeah, I'll give you a suit for that. What's the idea? So I sent my sizes over. Ireland sounds like a lovely country. <laughs> Hello, Doug? I'll get him. <laughs> yeah, what? Can you get me a suit and some tickets to Prague? I don't know, but we'll find out. I think I know a fella who knows a fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, he sent me back an email and said, can I have some human measurements, please? <laughs> oh. Oh. What a fucking prick. Yeah, he was known for... No, but here's the thing. Like, He was right. You know, uh, like it, yeah, I understand, but you still don't do it. Like, I mean, you know, uh, he was trying to be funny, and it just wasn't funny. It was kind of like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess so. It'd be like if someone walked into Marco's restaurant and he just started mooing at them <laughs> and then chasing them around with a pot. Like, he's a chef, that's why that works. But yeah, no, that does work, and that did kind of happen to me as well. It's like, are you sure? I got that one little way. Can I have that? Oh, the chocolate cake. You sure? Like, uh, Where do you go? Do you only ones? deal with the most mean people? I only remember the mean ones. That's the problem. It's uh, the name of your show next year. I only remember the mean ones. I only remember you, Connor. Because <laughs> you're so lovely and very attractive, and you're going to get out there, and you're yeah. not going to get your lip bitten. You're going to get it smooched, possibly by that lady. <laughs> now. Oh, uh, they're back. Oh, fuck, they're back. I can't believe oh. it. I said 
Yeah, yeah, we totally have to get out of here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you so much for getting beers. Your friend said some fucking horrible shit about you. <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, we're just gonna we're gonna end as we always do with some parting words, some words of advice from Fraser, who I hopefully know <laughs> that I love him. Fraser, anything you want to say? Anything you want? I can ask. <laughs> I don't know what he just said, but I like it. Ladies and gentlemen, for Frazier, for Connor Drummond, Speed on the EP Podcast.